Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect While I feast, the label's picking up the check Then I leave to catch my set The audience never forgets When I'm on stage, there's serotonin drips With each phrase from my lips each Welcome to season two, y'all I'm doing a little Sam Harris thing right now Because I recorded this conversation for season two, episode one A while back in June And I was trying to figure out um, how I was going to do video and audio and it was a test it was just a conversation with my brother uh i I left it the way it was so you're gonna hear us talk about oh we have the video and we're in a new spot as you can tell because i was expecting y'all to be able to see um the new studio but you'll find out why we're in a new place or at least like you know what the new situation is and um at the end um we had a malfunction with the video my brother had to use the restroom so it kind of just ends at abruptly at the end. So just look out for that. The conversation sounds like it's about to go somewhere and it just kind of ends. And uh, yeah, so this is season two, episode one. It was a test. But um, for those of you who know me and appreciate me and respect me, um, a lot of who I am and why I do the things that I do are because of my brother. A lot of you listening probably know my brother. So some of this will be insight into our history, his history, and just like, you know, continuing the whole like recognition and respect. My brother is someone who I super respect. And I think, you know, he needs more recognition for his role and a lot of things that are going on right now. And so that's where we're going to go. So enjoy this conversation with uh, me and Raul. Yo, thank you for tuning in to season two, episode one of recognition and respect. I'm sure you've noticed we're in a different location. Uh, I've left the after party, and now I've joined the La Clica Podcast Network, recording right here in the beautiful city of Huntington Park. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. We don't have the one-hour time restraint. Um, I'm not forced to do segments. So while I'm still going to keep the recognition and respect theme, try to cover people, places, things, whatever that I feel need to be highlighted, it's going to be a little bit more uh, free. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I recorded my last episode, so Adventure Time is just going to be a real quick overview. I have a couple of weekly events that have been going down. You a rocker at Novocaine, you know, emo night basically. And Saturday and Sunday, I'm at Golden Road Brewery, uh, the pub at Golden Road actually in uh, Glendale for brunch. So uh, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So that's kind of been my weekly hustle has been trying to make sure I do all those events and still be fresh and still be able to do everything else that I'm trying to dedicate my time to a couple of festivals a couple of uh you know different monthly events trying to plan my birthday all that so uh it's definitely been wild I've also been basically became a regular at Subsuelo events <laughs> so shout out DJ Ethos and the whole Subsuelo crew holding it down and uh yeah Life's you're been stay, fun. You're man. staying busy, man. I am. I am. And that concludes Adventure Time. You hopped in right at the right time. So my guest today cool. is my brother. Why don't you tell the people uh, who you are and what you do? Um, I'm Raul, also known as Rulis, Schneegi's brother. I don't know. Sometimes I'm your brother. <laughs> sometimes and sometimes I'm your you're brother. my brother, yeah. <laughs> but um, so um, I'm a musician playing band Midnight Motives. Um, also playing Orchest, um, playing your band too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
So, and when I'm not um, working on music, I uh, do IT consulting. I'm a Microsoft specialist, so a lot of, you know, nerdy stuff, Office 365, Azure. So, it's mostly Microsoft stuff, and that keeps me really busy. So, it's uh, it's fun. I enjoy what I do. For sure. You also do uh, web design and photography yeah, and that's, that, that's video, and you that's illustrate stuff here and there. So, you're definitely a creative genius yeah, in my thank mind. You, man. And that's, that's probably just like that big brother thing, though, me always I, looking up to you. I mean, maybe. You know, th- those, are, those are things I've always enjoyed doing with my time, and, you know, uh, definitely passionate about them when i do them um you know so I, I, yeah i still try to i still try to do some of that whenever i get a chance i feel it i mean we're we were just talking before how like busy we are and how so many things are left undone or half done so yeah we're working we in progress and just try to kind of get back to that and i think the important thing is just sort of you know finishing it at some point and getting to it but you know i've i've had a chance to to do things for fun in my sp- in my f- spare time you know, that allow me to still tap into those creative interests. So I feel that. Um, I mean, I'm all about transparency. So the reason why I invited you here today is because this is my first time running the podcast on my own with the new gear and the new setup. Um, we're doing video, which is something La Clica doesn't really do. So we're, uh, we're really experimenting out here. And I couldn't think of anybody to... Uh, you know, to help me with this new journey and this yeah, first man. step. And then because you've been there basically every step of the way for all the creative endeavors I've done. And I was just remembering today that we did a podcast before when I was trying to the first time. Yeah, we did it. We did it. After our, party. Yeah, yeah, we did it in our studio. It was really, uh, you know, just us sitting in the same room with microphones and a little uh, less, I don't know, I guess formal or the um, the outlet wasn't as um you know structured i guess yeah but, but, but i now. think i think it was the the way to say it is that um we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> yeah because i think like from uh i mean i wanted to do it because i was listening to joe rogan and i was like this is tight he's just talking to his friends i have a bunch of tight friends <laughs> like let's do it but i didn't realize how much work and like you know coordinating trying to get people there and like at some point now with like time-wise social media wise like everything you do has to kind of have a purpose there has to be a reason for it can't mm-hmm. just be like hey i want to do this cool thing like that don't there's none of resources to just kind of so it wasn't didn't really have an aim you know there's no goal right it was like let's just get in a room talk to each other we called it i called it in the studio like not not very creative at all you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. so uh, but i was just tripping out because it's like now we're full circle doing a podcast again in our studio but it's like completely different you know like neither of us are the same person the studio yeah, is not yeah, the yeah, same like and nothing's the same so it's and, and it's really an extension of other people that you know started creating something in parallel and it just kind of crashed into each other and blended over so i think that's the awesome thing about it too you know it's just us you know in the in the motion of doing our thing are able to do things with other people and you know i feel like it takes me back even further than that it's almost like us just hanging out playing with our toys right now you know trying to trying to figure this out it's like yo santa claus just came boom here's this podcast equipment like let's let's play you know that's actually funny because we do call these things toys these days like our toys are like three thousand dollar guitars and eight hundred dollar dj equipment like you know those are our toys now so you're you're definitely right it's like we've been doing this our whole lives kind of we're just the toys are different yeah man so 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I was really excited because I know when you told me you were looking for a guest and you really didn't have anybody in mind, I just kind of looked at you and I was like, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, all right, game on. And I kind of dropped it in as a joke, you know? Nah, yeah. No, but honestly, like, I was, I was, it's like, I know you're, you're super busy. Uh, for people who don't know you, you have two kids, a wife, yeah. multiple jobs, side hustles, everything. So, like, you know, I never want to, never want to, um, assume or you know depend too much on the fact that you're always around but you know when you said you were down i was like i'm gonna take advantage of that because you know it's not every day that uh you get that that offer of someone's time you know yeah and and i won't lie dude i almost got caught up in one of those situations where it was kind of like oh yeah we're gonna do this today huh well, you called me like four, and I was like, "We're still doing this, right?" Because like, you just remembered. I just remembered. I just remembered in the scheme of everything else, right? Like I didn't, you know, put it in the calendar, nor do I even manage a calendar of any type very well, right? Like, Not I, yeah. So, so it's one of those things where sort of caught in the motion of my day. There was like for a split second where I was like, "Oh man!" Like I had to reevaluate whether I was going to be able to do it or not, you know. But I told you I would do it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, you know, I did my best to find a way. And, nah, and appreciate it. And I think yeah. like that's the greatest part about the new setup is that it's on our own time. You know, like you didn't have to be on the other side of town right. by eight o'clock so that we could be done by nine. Like you were like, yo, if we could do it at this time, that'll work better. And I was like, well, we can. So fuck yeah, it. yeah, it's a, it's accessibility at that point. So yeah, Not, and honestly, and I just, flexibility, flexibility, uh, and just being really able to be comfortable. Because as much as I love the after party and I've given them all their due propers and shout outs, like it was still felt very corporate. You know, they are yeah. an LLC. They abide by some rules. Like they have a lot of structure. And um, I've always thought podcasting, because it's an alternative source, like an alternative media, right? it's like it was supposed to be outside of those, like, regulations. Like, you know, the whole point is that it's free form and you can just kind of do it whenever and talk about whatever. And so, like, I don't know, as much as I loved it, like, I'm looking forward to being able to have crazier conversations, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And So let's talk about the band and we recently did a show and honestly dude like uh i don't know if kj said it jokingly uh he was like you were my best part you were my favorite part of the show but i think like for me my favorite part about performing is when i get to rock with you guys and um we hadn't done it in a while in front of people and uh I feel like people were like we had had no one really there for us, so they were, and people were super responsive and digging it. And I've heard a lot of props, and so I'm just wondering here on air if uh, you know maybe we can talk about doing another record or playing some more shows. And if yeah, what, what, how do you feel about that? What, what's your what's your take on Sneaky and the Midnight Motors? You know, I think I think it's we enjoyed a lot too. I, I know I do. It uh, you know it kind of takes us back to where we even started as a band and you know it gives us a chance to do something different but still like what we do right it's, it's just kind of showcases another aspect of our sound and and you're a hell of a front man dude like you have fun up there i have fun you know playing up there with you and like your energy's great um whether it's one person 10 people 100 people it's you know it's the same every time man dude but you guys are also like a super talented group to work with like sometimes i trip out on how like dope you guys are and how it's 
the way the whole thing just kind of happened and we came together and like we're able to do something really tight like even the manager from that bar was like yo these guys are bad dude like they're dope and i was like right like because guys are like i don't know it's and then you've played with other people and have planned to do other things that didn't end up happening or maybe still in the works or whatever and like it's always the same feedback of just how versatile and loose and you know creative and how quick you pick things up and like the whole thing is just super dope yeah i think that you know we we all give and take right like it's nobody steering in any one direction really pushing or pulling maybe for an idea or a concept or, or a song or two right like there's you know somebody takes the lead which is fine but you know we're all willing to adapt and adjust and and kind of do what's needed for the song in the moment without, you know, feeling that we're not doing enough or we need to do more or someone needs to do less, right? Like everybody just kind of, we, we're able to work that part out really fast, like re- really quick. You take the ego out of it, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like everybody's like, hey, even if sometimes y'all give input on each other, like you should do this or you should try that. And no one gets like, no one takes it personal or thinks that you're bagging on them. And like, I know uh, you personally... <clears throat> I mean, I know you personally, of course, <laughs> but like you have played in a lot of different groups, a lot of bands mm-hmm. from like when you were very young, you know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of that has to do with it. But I mean, I'm curious, like, I mean, it probably goes without saying, but is this like your favorite band to play with? Do you think this is like the the most fun or like the most like talented people you've had in a group or like, do you I think, think, that I, think there's it's, other... I think it's the it's the easiest group of people I've been able to play with. Like, everything just happens so easily. It's not that I enjoyed any other experience less or enjoy any of the experience, but everything from getting together. Like, on a moment's notice, everyone's down to try to make it happen and for the most part is able to make it happen. And if something happens in the week and it derails the whole process of that day, like, everybody's really quick to pick it up and say, all right, well, I'm good for this day. Like, we're really agile. Okay. Right? So it's accessible. You know, and that and that really helps because that, that's step one of making it easy, I guess. Right. right like, that everybody shows up or can show up or tries to show yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. And it by no means is like anybody's attendance perfect. Like we still have our own challenges, right? Like with keeping schedule or staying on time and whatever. But, you know, for the most part, like we're, a, we're able to make it happen. Right. And everybody's down. So it, I guess that's just kind of where it starts off from. It just starts off from people being down and being able to make it happen. And... Yeah, man. I mean, I've like you said, I've I've just been in different bands and groups with with, pe- with people that have different personalities, and navigating through people's personalities and finding ways to have people coexist and sort of gel can be a challenge, dude. And these dudes just make it so easy. I mean, I think a lot of that has to do. I mean, personally, like when I look at it from the outside, everybody's really confident in what they do, you know. And I feel like that confidence. Not only does that make them want to play, but it makes them more open to like <clears throat> to produce something dope because they know they're you know they know like when y'all get together it's gonna be tight like everybody knows that you're gonna have a good practice you're gonna have some fun you're gonna play some cool tunes like it's 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 there's no like it's not a drag you no because no, 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 I've been no, no. in other yeah, I've yeah. been in other bands you've been in other bands where it's like sometimes you're like is so and so gonna show up are they gonna throw fit like are we actually gonna practice or are we just gonna get like fucked up and not do shit so like yeah. Everybody's like super like sure about themselves and what they bring to the table and they want to show up and rock, you know. And then they're really um, encouraging, you know, like 
There's a lot. There's, I mean, you joke around in a joking saying like, oh, you're fucking whack or whatever, like knowing like straight up that it's a joke. Right. But when it comes down to like, you know, having real conversations and, and really directing whatever it is that we're doing and trying to figure things out. Everybody's really positive. Everybody's really encouraging. It's very constructive. The crit- any criticism that comes out of anybody's mouth is, you know, really constructive. Sometimes it's not delivered in the most effective way. Right. But, but the messaging behind it is is constructive. I right? mean, communication is probably one of the hardest things to do in life, you know? It's just trying to, like, yeah. get your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions across to the other person so that they understand you the way you want to be understood is probably, like, one of the great challenges of just being human and having language you know having symbols that mean things you know so the fact that like yeah it doesn't always come across cool but if you can get the intentions i'm curious are y'all working on any music because i know you put out an album like a year and a half ago two years ago now. and even that that album took a long time to finish um you know for a lot of different reasons but i think um and it didn't really get like pushed i feel like by the time it came out y'all were kind of like tired of it like it took so long you were just like glad for it to be done yeah, but I I feel like, you know, we still enjoy those songs. We still, you know, I mean, that's kind of our, our what our show's based off of right now. Whenever we play live, it's it's those things. But, you know, even even regularly, you know, the guys are always saying, hey, like, we got it. Let's do something new. Let's do something new. So we do have a handful of things that are recorded in terms of like concepts, con- concepts and really structured demos too, man, to where at this point it's just a matter of for, for some of them to even... Um, you know, come up with, with vocals and lyrics and, and the song is done. So I think it's just a matter now of, you know, we learned what we had to learn creatively and, and developed, was, you know, specifically me. This is the first album that I've ever sang on, really, was was our first release. Yeah, so. It's the first band where you're a front man, you're the lead singer, you're the, write, the, the write, main writer. writer the lyrics, the main, yeah. Yeah. yeah, as far as the lyrics, you know, Anthony writes a lot of the music and he even has a lot of, of lyrical ideas and stuff too. So I think some of the new stuff that we're going to put out might even feature him on vocals as well, depending on, you know, again, where the songs go, but, but he has a lot of ideas. that he And that's going to be another opportunity to grow and like, yeah, and, shit and, 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 and change and, the sound, right. And have him, you know, develop who he is as a, as a singer that I know he can be and that he, that he, you know, I mean, he like, he always fucks around like with his, his raps and shit, you know? Yeah. And like, and like he, they're, they're stupid, but it's like, that's how it starts you know that's where that like yeah. i remember when i first started rapping and you're like all you rap about is weed <laughs> you know it's like the dude like you start off just rapping with whatever comes to mind you know so like the fact yeah. that he i feel like he does have that that the like the foundation is there and he's he's like uh, a, and he's he, all he, about music like and, he and listens he, yeah. to all kinds of music like he has like so many and he understands and it he understands it and he, he can you know come up with ideas and he has you know he does he does the most with the least amount sometimes and i think that's awesome you know well i mean that's like that's where innovation comes from right, right. like necessity is the mother of invention is i don't know who said that so whoever said that <laughs> shout out I'll to you thank you yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah like it, when and it's almost like i don't know i feel like sometimes when you have everything and i and i'm even personally like maybe i'm a, i'm a victim of this when you have access to everything it's almost like harder to start because you just have like there's so many different ways yeah there's so many different methods right but if you don't have if you if this is the only thing you could do then you're gonna like you're gonna fucking rock the shit you're gonna go you're gonna gonna figure out out everything that you can figure out you know you're gonna 10x that shit so uh so uh, are you 
do you feel like i guess like Lately, I've been having, like, I don't want to say writer's block, but I just haven't been feeling, like, super inspired to write and shit, like, my new new music. It's, like, it kind of feels like a drag, you know? And I'm wondering, like, have you been experiencing that, or do you... Not lately. I have, though. I have. I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I think, you know, my... I guess my, my roadblocks at the moment for, for music right now just kind of stem from other things, not so much that I'm struggling to, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of having, it's a different challenge. I'm just having a hard time finding the time right. to even get into that mode. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, but I get where, I get where you're coming from. I've been in that, in that place before. Um, but describe it for me a little bit more. Well, I just feel like, um, I feel like I have an urge to do something new and I want to like reach out to people and say, Hey, let's work on some stuff. But then like, as soon as I think that I just feel like, wow, like, but if I don't delete, like, I don't want to waste these people's time. Cause I just feel like I don't even have the energy for it. Or like, I don't even have like, sometimes like, like I, it's like, I want to do it, but for like, if I really wanted to do it, I'd be doing it. So I guess I don't really want to do it. Does that make sense? And no, like, no, that makes sense. It's like I listen to, like I like to distract myself with things. Like I listen to hella pod, like hours and hours of podcasts. I'll fuck it, like I'll randomly watch shit. Like, and I just feel like I could be using this time to work on a song. I could have a beat on right now. I could be practicing. I could be doing, and it's just like I'm not making those choices. And I, I, I got, yeah. And I know it's like, it's like, half of it's discipline but i also feel like there's just like the 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 super strong motivation and push is not there right now yeah and i think that's okay man and sometimes you know it just bums me out because i feel like i should be working more you know like i'm doing this right now could be doing other shit but this like this is where i want to be right now you know like so so you're good then (laughs) you're good good. i I think that's that's the important thing right Is, is it's really easy to to get into that mindset where you can beat yourself up over it you know, and sometimes you need to, you need to kick yourself in the ass, right? Yeah. But I think you'll know when you get to that point. I think, you know, you have to give yourself that space. You have to give yourself that space to do other things, right? right? And then to, to sort of let that, you know, I don't know if you want to compare it to like pressure build up, you know, in a volcano or something, right? But like you have to allow that to, to materialize again and allow that drive. Because sometimes, you know, if you keep going at the same speed at the same rate, you know, it, you can burn out or you get jaded with this stuff, you know, and it's just you kind of lose your way and then you don't care. Right. You don't you kind of don't want to come back to it. But if you give yourself that space to to get hungry all over again, you know, I don't know. And I guess like I, I analogy to use. No, nah, I mean, I, I, I feel that like I could definitely feel like the pressure's building up and like all these little other things I do are like little ways to relieve like creative steam. But there's also this like I just remember um what am i do you remember johnny johnny win the 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 asian cat yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. like dope ass rapper yeah, like i remember yeah, cool, him cool, cool dude cool dude yeah 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 i remember him telling me one time like he doesn't want to like be he doesn't want to be a rapper who just raps about rapping you know it's like too meta like and i just feel like everything that i'm everything on my mind right now that is like that's like in the forefront of my consciousness everything that i write is kind of like me doing work as someone in the entertainment industry and it doesn't feel like like it's it's like it's not it's not the shit that i used to you know it's like it doesn't feel maybe it's not the content that you want to rap about maybe 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 where you are in your life because i feel like honestly that's what i love about about what you rap about is that and again maybe maybe i'm biased because 
I know you. And you're my, but, yeah, I'm your little brother. I, I, but, but, but no, but no, not even that. Like, I kind of, I feel like I'm in, in your circle. You know, I feel like I know what you're up to. I know where you're at. I know who you're hanging with and not because I'm keeping tabs, but just, you know, like I, I know, what, yeah, I know yeah, what's yeah. up. We talk, yeah, we yeah. talk every day, you know? So when I hear you rap about shit, you know, and, and we've had a lot of conversations, I know that what you're saying is coming from an honest place. I can relate to that point in time. Like I get, I get almost every single inside thing that you drop, like all your inside you know, comments and metaphors and phrases like right, like the stuff that I always tell myself. Like one day they're gonna Google and they're gonna right. find out why I said like, what does this line mean? And they're gonna be like, well, in the third grade, you know, <laughs> so, you know yeah, like, no, or even like when you when you say something like you know, you use the word more better in uh, yeah, that's like our inside yeah, joke our between inside us. Jo- yeah, 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 like I, I get it, you know, and so, I use it with other people and they have no idea. What no one, about yeah, yeah, no, no, no one knows. And so that to me, that's the thing, right? Like. I love it because it's, it's, I know that it's honest. I know that it's true. I know where it comes from. And I can relate that to like a story across all your adventures as you like to start. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so I, know, I know where it's, it's a map of like where you've been and where you're going. And it's cool to see that reflected and see you actually like rap about some shit that's real. Yeah. Because so many people just like, you know, and it's cool, whatever, it's entertainment, but they're rapping about something that they have, that have no connection with. It's something that's not even in their realm. And that's what blows my mind, dude, is how, like, that's the shit that people want to hear or that are into, right? Because they, they get that, right? Like, maybe they, they, that's almost equivalent to the inside joke that you and I have. Right, like, like they, they relate to that. They everybody relate to has that. that, like, I want to be rich and famous and get high and, like, I like to party and I like to, I like to do drugs. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's relatable on a certain level. Like, you know, people like to vibe out to that. And I guess... And just like me rapping about the stuff that I'm doing now just seems like really cliche and boring because I am doing that. Like I'm getting money and I'm fucking constantly going out and like I get paid to DJ. You know, it's just and, like. And, and, and you know what, though? I, and I think that's that's good, though, that you're aware of that, that you're aware of like what you're writing or what you would talk about. You're like, Yo, if I was to write a song right now about what I'm doing, this is what it'll be about. And it and, just feels and, and, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. cliche and, and it's, not real. And it's cool that you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And but that you've gotten to that point, but that's not what you want to make music I, about. I go back to like yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my homie yeah, yeah. Johnny, where like I just I don't want to be a rapper rapping about how I'm rapping. Right now. <laughs> it ma- it makes sense though, dude. And at I think. first, I didn't I didn't really like I didn't I didn't notice it because it was all new when mm. I first started doing right, it. Right, but like, and I'm writing it, so obviously I have a bias to like the shit that I write. So when other people hear it, they're like, oh, like you kind of are talking about the same thing in like these last couple verses, like, and it's kind of like. It's not. I get it. No, no, no. It's not deep or impactful. You know, you're not telling. Like, you're not really telling a story at nah. that point. You're just. It's just a snapshot of, of what you're doing. But there's and no, I think it's just because like no my story. mental my mental capacity right now is like so focused on this that like I can't even think about like the higher concepts like the like the bigger like overarching like like political turmoil or like you know the shit that's going on in the community and like. All these like yeah. shifts, these cool cultural shifts and things that are happening around us is like not where my head's at right now. And I wish like that's the kind of shit that I want to be talking about, I guess. And it's just like it doesn't come to me right now, you know, and I'm hoping to free up some mental space like by doing things like this and like trying to get to a point where I don't have to be worrying about money all the time because I feel like I worry about money all the time. So that's yeah. constantly what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, I need to get this money now, you know? Welcome, welcome to being a grown-up, son. You know, like, I am adulting very adulting, hard yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah. So I just feel like I'm, I'm blocked up, you know? 
and I, I don't I don't I don't feel like I'm um, perfecting my craft or or advancing. Like I mean, you you're a guitarist, right? Like, do you practice no, as I'm, much I'm, as you I'm, wish? I'm the you worst. Could? I'm the worst example, dude. I don't, you know, I don't write as much as I should. I don't play guitar as much as I should. There's so much I could learn, you know. But I think. I don't know, man. I, well, I guess I spend I spend a lot of time learning other shit, right? Like, there's a lot of stuff I need to learn for work every single day. Like, because you're you're in a yeah, field that's yeah, yeah, constantly yeah, yeah, advancing. Yeah. There's new tools, yeah. new technology. Yeah, and and as much as as much as it, you know, I'm not trying to intentionally have that attitude of like, oh, I, well, I don't want to learn anything new on guitar, you know? Because like when I get there and I'm playing, it's just like you know what? I just want to play. And have I just want to play. Like I just don't want to. Th- I don't want to think right now. Like I just want to. I just want to be. And exist and like play in this moment, right? And and I'm, a lot of times I'm, you know, hanging with the band, and we're working on something new. And could I be learning a new scale while we're doing something? Yeah, sure. But I'd rather learn what Anthony's playing so I could play with them. Or I'd rather like check out, you know, Ke- Kevin play play something to this, you know, or see what Jose's gonna do. And I think at that point it's like I'm creating with these people, in the in the time that I do have to play music. And I'm learning through that process, right? But, you know, I, I don't practice as much as I should. I That's mean, like, sure. would you say, and this is not like to, this is I'm not trying to disrespect, or, it's like music's a hobby for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool with was that. Was there a time where you, 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 where you were not cool with that? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. And there was a time where I didn't even want to do music at all. Word. There was a time where I didn't do music at all, where everything I owned was just in a closet collecting dust and i was like yo i'm done with music like i was just so burned out with it you know what i actually don't remember that when was this this was <laughs> I, have, like, I have a bad memory like for things that i don't really give a shit about no so but like, but at, at that point there was like you know not, not again not that there were there was a really huge disconnect in terms of what we were doing and where we were we were like you know, the universe just kind of had us way out here. I had started my first job. I was working in downtown with Jay. I was 20. You know, real job, 401k, like cool people at work. Like, making like, good money. Making good money. Yo, let's go drink after work. It's happy hour. Like, oh, you're not even 21? Like, cool. Like, you know, we, we got you. <laughs> you know? So so I was just doing something completely different. And at that point, my goals had shifted. Like, I'd stopped playing music. The people I was playing with, you know, we, we stopped playing and I was just really burned out with the whole process and the way I was working with people and the direction it was going in. And it was like, all right, hey. Who were you playing with at that time? Remind me. Or, I mean, unless you don't want to, like, call on No, 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 no. I, don't, I mean, dude, it's, I, I really don't care, man. I'm just saying it how, how I remember it, right? But, no, it was uh, under the radar. We had stopped playing. You know, uh, we had done some stuff with Peter and was playing with Nathan and Richard and a bunch of dudes you just named that have that had huge yeah. yes from what i remember had huge issues like as far as yeah. like as, a bit, a bit, whatever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, it just it was like a just it was it got to the point where it's really dysfunctional dude like toxic almost yeah 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 it's definitely definitely on a lot of levels and so for me it was like the reality like it was almost like i gave myself a time for like all right if this is going to happen and this is going to be what i do professionally or as a career or if i'm going to make it you know like it was going to be in that moment of time because I thought we had a really good sound. I thought we were, you know, doing stuff that was fresh, that was new, that energy was dope. It was, you know, I was having a blast. Everybody was having a good time. But it no, just... and I think you were affirmed as well. Like, I mean, I was your little brother, but I thought the music was dope. 
and uh, yeah, and no, there was and, other people who were willing to invest in the band. They wanted to give like singing lessons and like pay for and we, tour. And we, and, we like, were, and we were we were part of you know we were we were part of a, uh, there was some kind of a music scene, right? Like we were doing stuff with other bands, right? Like all was, those people like had either were in other bands or had connection to other bands. There was a local venue where yeah, we could yeah, like, like there was a way there was like a wave like a movement like and we were all doing this you know and it was like somebody from that group was gonna go ahead and do something and a lot of people did a lot of people went on to play in other groups and tour and do stuff. You know, but that wasn't in the cards for us. And at that point, it was just like, all right, you know, the band just essentially fell apart, dude. Like, I don't know. I, and see, I can't tell you when, who, where, what, why, but that band just, I mean, as it was, it went through a, a lot of uh, changes and just shifts throughout the course of its existence, right? And actually, now you remember it, I do, I have a, like a very strong like memory of not knowing when that shit just not, was not a thing anymore. Like it just, it was a thing and then... It wasn't a thing. And then it wasn't. And it was like a huge progression, right? But it was hard to see it as you're navigating through all this stuff, right? And then yeah, I, looking back, if you were to actually check the receipts and ask people and take notes and do interviews, you'd probably find out like, oh, yeah, we were going this fucking way forever. Like that was that shit was inevitable. But. Yeah, it just wasn't going to go anywhere. But you don't see it at the time, right? So, you know, I... And you're still young. You said 20, right? Like I was, yeah, I was in my 20s, like early 20s. Yeah. And, so at some point I had the opportunity to work. Like I had the opportunity to go, like, hey, I have to get this corporate gig and see what this is about. And so I went all in, dude. Like I was there. I was there every day. Stayed late, learned shit, had a really cool boss. Went to go work another job similar to that, you know, the years afterwards. And at some point I just found myself like lost almost, like missing something. Like I'm just like, wait a minute, like why don't I feel like myself? And it was because I wasn't playing music. Like, that's how much. Well, that shit was part of your life for yeah, so yeah, long. Yeah, for so, since for so like, long. Since I grew up. I remember I mean, you I grew being up, in a band yeah. when you were like 13, 14. Yeah, yeah. And playing at church. like Singing in choir. Like, yeah. you know, all, all that stuff, dude. So so for it to just suddenly be like zero. Like, there was just no. It was nowhere in what I was doing. And I would catch myself talking about, like, yeah, I used to be in a band. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would play shows, and I'd been there, and I and it's everything was so past tense, and it just like it, almost it felt like you were talking about someone else, huh? Yeah, it's just like who am I talking about? Like, okay, cool. I used to do that. No one cares. Yeah, <laughs> no, like no the one people cares. here, like, okay, and do you no still do it? Like, yeah, when's yeah. your next show? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, oh, here's the CD I did. You know, I, I worked on this five years ago, and I mean, and it it it, it took me a while to like realize it. I had to start doing it again. And so I did. You know, and and it was cool, man, and it was just it it, it was life-changing at that point too, right? To, to where, get back into it. To get back into it cuz the way I got back into it and the people I started playing with, like they became, you know, my lifelong friends, like Greg and Eric and Kevin, you know, like you know, so Orcus was the band that brought you back? Orcus was the band that brought me back. Yeah, I didn't even see. I don't even. I didn't even know that. Like, I'm your brother. I've fucking lived with. I, I've I've known you forever, and I didn't even realize that. Like, I guess I was doing my own thing. That, too. That's what I was saying. <laughs> like, we were we were we were just like, we were way over here, dude. And I don't even know at what point. Well, I I, I remember at what point we were at, at Damon Damon's house for a Fourth of July, and I feel like the universe just fucking like collided us back into each other, dude. And ever since that point, there was like a different understanding. And like a different connection, and like, it, I feel like we kind of like 
You're saying you and me. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, about yeah, us yeah, right yeah. You and us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not right, talking right, about the band. Not yeah, the band, not the band. Yeah, right, right, right. You're saying right. Fourth of July, that 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 day we hung out in yeah. the garage and we yeah. just fucking like we hashed everything yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we just didn't, yeah, we just like I remember that collided, day. Yeah. I remember that day specifically. Dude. Yeah. Okay, so so, so for so, you that was like that 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 was the point where we were from way out here and we just came back like this, dude, and and we've been like just kind of cruising this like level equal path ever since. Yeah, like par- parallel, like beast mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, and it shifts and it ebbs and flows and it creases. You know, it kind of goes back and forth. No, but I mean, every, and sometimes like we gotta go do our own things. Like you went off and got married and had kids. Like yeah. what the fuck, bro? Like you know, like I went off to fucking New- San Diego and went to college and like lived the whole other life, made new friends, did the whole thing, right? So like, yeah, it's still. But we were definitely like, even while I was over there, come back and play shows with y'all. Yeah. But I get back to this orchestra thing, like. How, okay so you weren't playing music your stuff was dusty like i mean you're yourself self-proclaimed not that great of a guitarist practicing committed so like how who talked to you how did it how did all that happen like so because i feel like i don't i don't remember any of this yeah so um i i got in contact with eric and we were acquaintances right we, we had he tattooed you already no 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 not okay, yet okay so that's how it started he started tattooing me and uh, he, he was working out of his house at the time. That's how far back we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember uh, his table, like the massage table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so he started tattooing me, and he was playing some new Orcus demos, and they were kind of in, in this flux and just sort of no real, real direction. Was this like post-vocals? Po- po- yeah, this There's, was post-vocals. They yeah. were going into like the instrumental, and they were going to well, do that? And that was, yeah, and that wasn't even the intention, right? Like, you know, Roland, Roland wasn't in the band anymore, and, they were trying out singers and so he just he just casually asked me like hey do you sing by any chance <laughs> like nah man like i i don't sing but so he was looking so they were looking for a singer they're looking for a singer to be on these demos yeah yeah and he just casually asked me if i sung i was like i don't i was like i play guitar at least i used to you know like, <laughs> like five years yeah, ago yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm trying to get back into this you know i go not nah, man but, but you know let me i don't even know i don't even think i mentioned the whole guitar thing too much just like yo you know just can i get a copy of this like let me try some stuff out, see what I could do. And um, oh, your your screen went black, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Keep talking, I'll figure it out. Yeah, oh, so. Yeah, go get that. Um, so he casually asked me, you know, if I sang, and I said no. But you know, let me get let me get a copy of that, and I'll uh, you know I'll see what I could do. And so that that was it, dude. I, I came home and I pulled the computer out. The computer had been all dusty. Even the computer was dusty. You st- me. This is, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm a little sick. I think that's me. All right. So the, good the, looking com- the good computer looking was dusty? Yeah, 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 dude. Even Studio B. Studio B was in shambles. There was a leak in the roof. The drywall was all down. There was like nothing there, dude. This so place I, where we're at right now. Not, no, not this place. This is the other room. I wasn't I wasn't even living here at the time, right? I think well, was, you said Studio B. That's so I meant Studio A. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. Like... The There's shit leak, was like it was like roof. yeah it was like moldy it smelled like crap like it was like a storage unit. The basically. drywall came out. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah so I had to pull the computer out, pull my guitar out. That's and crazy. Up with some I remember that. <laughs> Dude, that I still had the Digio One. Wow. The Digio One was in the that little rack, the rack. Yeah, one? like Pro Tools Five. Pro Tools Five. I think I went and bought a little M box with Pro Tools Seven, and worked uh, yeah. on it. Yeah, so. Oh, I mean, and you I, bought that specifically 
or maybe I had maybe I had it already. I don't know. But anyways, that that that's like where the technology was. At yeah, the that's time. the time. That's the time. That's period. the time that's period, period, period for to, as far as technology. Well, I remember using that Mbox when, but you were already like kind of over it. So I'm wondering if it was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but that that's you were making money. You bought an Mbox. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had <laughs> I had the means. So um, so yeah, that's how it started, man. I b- dropped the CD in there. Put the headphones on, wrote to some ideas, and I send it back to him. And I say, like, "Hey man, like check this out. You know, you've another tattoo session. Listen to this. What do you think?" He listened to it and he's like, "Yo, you want to come jam with us?" Yeah. I was like, "Tight." And so that that's how it started, man. Student, and you do you remember like feeling like, like like that thing that was missing? Like, did you did oh, you yeah, notice yeah, then yeah, that yeah. that was it when you were like jamming out on those? Yeah, demos? yeah, yeah. And it, it was it was it felt awesome to be able to do that and. You know, with with people that I already respected musically, you know, like people that I admired and looked up to. They because yeah, you had seen them. I'd play, seen them. Yeah, like, we had, we had played shows together. Like we were like we we were acquainted through the music scene. I still right? remember so, like the blue guy. That's like my my earliest yeah, memory John, of John, Coo- John yeah. Cooley. <laughs> yeah. Interpretive dance. Yeah. So that's that's where that's what it was, man. Damn. Excuse and, me. And so y'all jammed. And yeah. then, so and you, these were were these the demos that would become which record, or was it already out, or was no, it, you, you, no, y'all just scrapped that. it and made new stuff, or how did that? No, work no, out? we we ended up. I mean, there was there was a few songs that were on there that were already really concrete and really solid ideas, but that I think that the, that became Millennia. That was the Millennia release that we that okay. I started working with them. So a lot of those demos that I worked on at first went on to be on that record. That's dope. And like, when did they decide you were gonna be in the band? <laughs> like, how did that conversation happen? It was funny. It was an awkward, kind of awkward conversation. But because these it, dudes had been friends and yeah, like playing yeah, together yeah, for like a decade. Well, already. well and, it, and it's not even that. It was just funny how like the you know the, the conversation went back and forth between me and Eric. Is I think it was even through text message, which was even funnier. It's like, yeah, hey, it's like man, more yeah, awkward, yeah, right? You yeah, don't get so. the tone, like that communication thing we're talking about. Like, <laughs> no, being <but>, sarcastic. <laughs> no, but you could even like screenshot it and you can, it would look like a, a dialogue back and forth between a girl or something. He's just like, hey, you know, so you've been jamming with this for a while now. And like, we've been fucking. Yeah. Like, what is this? Are you doing this just for fun to pass the time or are you really down? I was just like, yo, like, man, I just been waiting for you to ask me. You know, like, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Of course I'm in. <laughs> wow. Of course I'm in. So, and that was that was you know. And like at this point, y'all were already friends. Like you think? Like would you say you and him were already friends at no, this we, point? No, we, we were fr- we were friends. But you know that that musical experience and creating together really brought us closer. That you like know? the jam session. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then going then just, out to their studio and and, and just dri- driving places together. You know, and just like, you know, really kind of learning where where we came from and just you know we, we became friends through just talking while he was tattooing me and whatever and those were cool conversations and it was you know you know we, that's we, almost we, like we, that's we, almost we like bedside manners like yeah, small yeah, talk yeah, yeah. almost we, we, i mean we and we still would have been cool because he's a cool dude right but obviously like we developed a really close yeah, because of like brothers now. yeah yeah you through, through that whole process right so, right and same with greg and even you know Kevin obviously playing two bands with him, but bring even being able to bring Sabrina in, who was a childhood friend of ours, right, 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 that we knew completely from a completely different lifetime, and then being cool with it because you vouch for her and shit. No, and obviously, she's well, she's like, a beast, but I mean, like they didn't know that before you <laughs> yeah, brought yeah, her yeah, up. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, like, they're what? Like, okay, like let's let's try it out. Yeah, and then fucking Kevin ended up living here, and yeah, yeah. so you know it, it just it turned into this whole 
other thing where where because I started playing music again, it plugged in people that have just like made a huge impact in my life. Yeah, like music not to say not to sound cliche, but like music changed your life. Like if yeah, it yeah, changed yeah, it yeah. like you were yeah, able yeah. to get a whole new friend group and find people who like now you would like if you needed something, they would be some of the first people you would call of to course, have your back and shit. So like it's huge. Yeah, yeah. And the and the experiences and just everything about it, man. Well, I think like this whole thing is like it's all full circle, man. I've been feeling that way lately. Like the podcast is back in the studio, you know? The fucking yeah. the band, like we're gonna start rocking again. I can feel it. Uh like me and Sesh, me and Hosey Hook like have clicked back up, you know, yeah. and that was like the first dude I ever Whoa, made me like hip hop with and well, like trip was out in my on, trip, first band and shit. trip out on this about rick and i don't know i'm sure it's, it, it maybe i feel like it may have come up on another podcast or not but you know rick was the first person that i ever met back when i was in my band like and i was 13 years old beyond solace yeah when we were even before that when we were broken broken was the, name of the, band? Like, the band was called broken before they were called beyond solace yes, yes i was in a band called broken yes i remember that yeah, for sure yeah yeah so so rick rick was friends of with the other guys in my band no so, not your bucket i see that on facebook that those are like mutual friends or they're commenting yeah. and i'm like oh yeah these fools so yeah. like so we we you know even though i was just a little kid and didn't really know what was going on and i wasn't holding anything down really in any kind of music scene like i was on the outskirts of the music scene looking in and i knew rick and i knew who he was and you know he had his equipment and he was recording bands in his garage i went to his garage one time and i didn't you know you didn't, and, and you so, didn't so, know shit about recording i didn't know anything about that but but our, so my path and his path crossed so long ago and we i mean dude live we, we've lived multiple lives by this point and now like we're just crossing paths all over again back in huntington park you know what i'm saying so no yeah it's a trip dude and honestly like see i didn't even know that about rick i mean i know he he you know what he mentioned that he knew people that i knew like on the podcast but he was kind of being like vague about it yeah, i think yeah. he thought he i think he thought i knew who, who he, he was, was talking, talking about, about yeah. and i didn't until like later so mm -hmm. i think like that's that's kind of that's got to be trippy for you so then like how did because now I'm trying to think of how we got back connected with Lock Deck. How did, did he reach out to you? Or? So he reached out to Kevin to have Orcus on the podcast. Okay. And so. And how did he know Kevin? Because he knew Eric and Orcus and he, he's known them for years. Like, uh, so he, he, record, he probably recorded them back in his garage back in the day. He was probably another local band that they were working right, with. Right, right. Like, and like, so it's like almost like a episode of Lost for you and Eric and KJ are like, we're in the similar place never, when they never met them. I never watched that show, but oh, yeah. Right. Oh, actually, I lie. I've seen a couple episodes. So I well, get what you're talking about. There's like about. a lot, like Crash. About. Let's just say Crash then, because there are more people who've seen Crash. No? I've not seen it. Fucking wrong. <laughs> hey, I watch a lot of Sesame Street. Oh, and I watch dude, a lot that's of, like now, recently, yeah, like no, in the but, last four years. But Lost, no, no, but Lost, Lost got me. Oh, I mean, what's Crash though? Like, is that. Crash was a movie where okay. it's like um it's like it, it starts off with a car crash and like all, i saw that i saw that one I all saw that the one. Okay. every single I character take, is somehow I, I crosses with every other character and it's like they back. were like oh you were in the yeah you know. they go back and they tell the story of all these different right people. right right and it's like the story of like this one day or whatever. anyway yeah, yeah. so, so y'all i've were, seen that one yeah I for sure one. i knew it <laughs> dude so that's actually even more trippy because then yeah after you guys were on the pod I got on their podcast and yeah. then, and it's funny because when I ran, when I was on their podcast, they had already met people that I knew 
Mm-hmm. I think Rick is just that kind of dude. Like he's just like he's all about like going out and meeting people and being yeah, part of the yeah. scene and like trying to like you know take the photos and show up and like. No, he he's always been really um, creative in in terms of you know creating creating a movement and, and being a part of a movement and facilitate. Dude, he's been a facilitator. I'll tell you that much. From and, day and, one. And I always hear stories, you know. And I remember again being a little kid on the outskirts, looking in, you know, or just on the not not really in it, but kind of around the scene, you know, and 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 being at shows. That he threw, that he threw, that he was a part of, or that he, you know, got a couple bands on or something. So yeah, like I remember, I remember seeing all of that. Well, I just trip out how all this shit kind of worked out. <laughs> I get to sometimes I feel like simulation theory, you know? Yeah. Like at the same time that I was already thinking like I need to have an exit strategy for after party, like. These fools started recording podcasts here. <laughs> yeah, you know, even even Anthony, even, yeah, even the even, fact that Anthony, like, Anthony. I would never think to give my podcast baby over to Anthony. Like, no offense, Anthony, I love you. You're fucking musical genius, LD. but like, <laughs> come on, bro, you know yourself. <laughs> no, but the, the, honestly, though, I, I, but he knows this shit. He learned it. No, he's but, super but enthusiastic that's, but that's, about it. That's the thing about him. As much as he's a joker and could be a jackass, you know, like. When he's about something, that fool's about something. And he goes the distance and he does shit right. So I'm not even that that part doesn't even confuse me. I guess it's just it's it surprised just, me though that they don't really know each other, you know, but he saw or maybe they do. But they do. No. But they do. <laughs> Cause Anthony's like an old school HP head and he knew all those I mean, same fools yeah, from just like, like the band and shit. That, that dude That's kind of how you knew Anthony was from that band, right? Um, or how did you meet Anthony? I met Anthony at church youth group. No way. Yeah. Same with Thais? Same with Thais. Was he playing then too? No. He, I mean, he was into skateboarding. And him and Kande would always skateboard. Frank's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Kande. So, shout out to Germs. I met Germs at youth group also at church. How many people did you meet at Dude, youth group that you still kick it with? I mean, I don't, I mean. Or that you still know and keep I, in contact with. I still with. keep in contact with a lot of people, man. A lot of people. Because there's a lot of good people. A lot of good, really dope people that I met there. They were, they changed my life too, you know. You know, so, and that's kind of where it all started. The whole again, a lot a lot of people's musical journey starts off at church. And, well, you met a lot of the like the first people in your band were yeah, the well, youth group, youth group in church. Yeah. yeah. So, it's it's just trip how it all, it all started there, right? But so going back to Anthony, like that that's where that's where he and I met, and so we were acquainted there. And again, like the universe, like I'm telling you, like he went over here, I went over there, and then like boom, we cried, we collided again, and then we kind of went about our own ways, and then we, it's just like this, when some when someone gets brought back <laughs> around to you that many times, you're just you're like, like yo, all right, we're like, gonna I, stick I, together. I, I, I gotta hold, I gotta hold on to you right here, cause, cause why, why not, you know, why not? I mean, I wonder how much of that is like. I wonder how much of that is like, because it's almost like you're drawn to them, right? How much of that is like, like fate and destiny, or how much of it is like vibrations and like, just like time. Everything's timing, right? Like, everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. That's all woo woo and shit. But it's like, all the way, everything timed out, right? Like, like even me asking you to hit him up and you being like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, like we we just bumped into each other casually throughout the course of these different years, right, to where 
I think it was your idea to play music with him, right? So. Yeah, no, and be, and it's because I randomly b- bumped into him yeah. like a couple of times where like and I had been in the band and, and, and I had he been knew in who the, I was yeah. and I don't even remember him because like I just I don't remember shit like selective as fuck, you know. And I had but, been in a short-lived band with him once already before that, so you know we we were more than just acquainted, right? Right. Because so. at some point you were like, we're gonna do this, and oh, yeah. you thought it was gonna happen, right? That's wild, man. So, um, I mean, other than like kids and personal and like family shit, like what else do you feel like is barriers to like you doing music and wanting to make music, wanting to practice? Or is that like, it's just the, the fact that like there's not enough hours in the day? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just not enough hours in the day, man. And it's all energy too, like you said, right? In the, in the moments that I may have time, like I don't feel as you know, enthusiastic about it, or I don't feel as, you know, excited to do it. You know, it almost feels like uh, I'd rather go to sleep, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'd rather do something, like, that my body's telling me that I need to, you know, because that's just kind of, like, where I'm at at this point, right, with with the ability of doing that. You know, again, I, I make time to, as much time as I can when I can to, to still meet up with the guys and, you know, play a show here or there and, and, and do stuff and stay active, right? Like, I'm not trying to to check out of that by no means but you know having that leisurely time i guess if you will to to spark up a new idea or revisit an old idea or finish a project that i'm already like you know way past due on to people that i've you know started working with and just it sort of got put on an infinite pause so i'm sorry to you i'm not forgotten dude you know what is funny about that is that I can at least think of like three people who I owe verses to that like yeah. I have the tracks sitting in the computer and like and I hate being that I hate that I have to fucking even acknowledge that I'm doing that or that I'm that person you know but I think I can actually like be real and say like yo I hate I'm, it worse because I really that. have no excuse like other than the fact that like I just genuinely don't want to do it and like it's not even because I don't want to do it it's just like I, I'm not I'm not inspired like I had these dudes um, come from Canada. Uh, well, they were from all over, but the, they met in Canada. <clears throat> They're like this DJ group called Holy Mob. Do you remember when I had like all these white dudes in the studio? No? Yeah, well, I saw you guys in passing. So yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Just, I was just like, oh, well, all right. What's yeah. up, guys? Yeah, so I... I <laughs> like, not the usual, not the usual crew. No, super random. They like reached out like via, via email. They ended up in my email somehow about they were going to be here and they wanted a show. And I just was so happened to be looking for acts for one of my shows so i was like and then and it was like the week they were gonna be here like it just, it just it worked all, out yeah. it worked out and i was like fuck it like y'all should come to the studio and like you know we'll fucking you know we'll, we'll collab on some shit it'll be cool mm-hmm. and they came and like we had like it was a little hard like like the them like on the spot trying to make a beat and like me trying to feel it out like we, we kind of had like a little it was rough right but they finally put something together and I finally wrote something to it. And like, we were all pumped about it. I was like, yeah, I'll track it, this, this, and that. And then it's like the same thing. Like I'm listening to what I'm talking about and like how I'm rapping. And it's just like, it's so uninspired. Like, it's just like, it's just like, put, I've just put words together that yeah. sounded good. And it's just like not, but at some point it's like, it, I don't know. I think I just need to get over the fact that like my music isn't always going to be super deep and metaphorical and like i think i just need to like have more fun with it honestly i kind of feel the same way almost i think that that's sort of a similar roadblock that i have is that i 
I don't want to write something. Kind of, kind of like going back to the, the, your, the earlier topic, how we were saying that, you know, I don't want to write something just for the sake of writing something. I know people can write songs like that, and people do write songs like that. No, they're, they're, they're do, really, they're do it really, all the time, yeah. They're really, they're really not about anything, like especially like with pop music, and that's cool. Like I don't, I don't, or I don't even I like don't a lot of the '90s that. shit that we're into. Where you go back and you find out, you hear the interviews yeah. about like what they were talking about, and they're like, I wasn't talking about shit. Like, yeah, I just yeah. you, you attached all the I, meaning I, to I, it. I, like. I, I like dogs. You like dogs? <laughs> that's exactly the conversation yeah, I, like, I, like I was dogs. thinking about. Dogs are cool. Yeah, yeah. So. No man, and and I and I I feel like I str- that's one of the things I kind of struggle with, right? Is I feel like I want my songs to, to convey some kind of message, right? To mean something to to me, or, or even to for for people to have something to relate to, right? To where the message is not so obscure, something that matters yeah, to people, yeah, so yeah. that they can be like, "Yo, this actually fucking helped me through some dark time," or like I f- I felt like a deep way. Like, yeah. like this shit moved it moved me in some way it, whether it was like to have fun and have a good time or, or whether you know it, it, it touched another emotion right right and so that i, I try to write songs and, and write lyrical content that comes from that place and a lot of times i think that's what makes it harder is because i i maybe i overthink it maybe i'm trying too hard but i feel like like a lot of times i'll, I'll go back to songs that I'll start writing. So my whole writing process is, I feel like, I don't know if I've talked about it before to you or not, but not on this podcast. So, okay. So here we go. So, so my whole recognition and respect. (laughs) So I recognize the way that I, you know, on the recognition part, I I recognize the way that I, I write maybe different. You know, I always felt like I had to write a sit down and write a song, like from start to finish in one shot. Like, all right, here we go. I'm going to write a song and here's what it's going to be about. And here's what it's going to do. It's going to be, but when I actually started putting together songs that I, f- and I was never happy with the outcome of anything that I wrote that way. But I feel like when I started to feel comfortable and confident and, and, and feel like, you know, fulfilled by what I was writing is when I can write one line and have it stand on its own, have it be its own thought, have it be its own statement and impactful. And so I have a notebook that has, and then put together, and then put together a bunch of thoughts that are a bunch all of thoughts impactful. that are impactful, but they may even relate to it, right? So now, okay, I'm going to expand on that thought and write something, and now I've got two thoughts that go together. And so my writing process is slower, just by by nature, right? Because a lot of times these one these single thoughts may not connect for a while, and then what I do sometimes is I catch myself pages later writing that thought that I had written over again, like not remembering that I had already written it down. So when I go back and I look, I'm like, yo, this is a recurring topic. Like, I got to do I, this. I've, I've written this in this book like more than two or three times already over the last 10 pages. Like, okay, here's, here's what I'm going to expand on this thought or this feeling or, you know, so that, that, that started working for me. And at that point, I felt like I had something to say. I was saying something that resonated with me and that was strong enough to stand on its own. So. I mean, yeah, that, so like in rap, in, in rap, hip hop, like we would call that like no throwaway line, no filler, no filler bars, you know, like don't just put something because it rhymes and it sounds cool and doesn't actually, con- and then like it doesn't actually connect, you know? Um, yeah. But I feel like my whole 
musical careers just been putting a bunch of fillers together that like i don't think so i mean i guess not i mean i i guess i i just i was always a f- i mean okay let's 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 let me rephrase that and maybe i'm being biased but no I but i, I, I did so. a, i did a bunch of poetry in high school like pre-rap where it was like cat fat hat dog cog pog type shit you know like yeah. it was like very like not and there's like the concepts were there it was like trying to be deep and like at the helm and the realm like all kinds of like you know big words like try to get deep concepts but like felt like a lot of it was just like me just like word vomit you know word vomit that rhymed you know and then um so i feel like maybe i got i guess that's just the process that makes you get better right it's like the more someone said like if you I mean, there's like a, a like if you had on a long enough time of infinity, if you had chimpanzees like just typing on a typewriter nonstop, they eventually they type Shakespeare. <laughs> no, for real. Or I like, believe it. Yeah, or yeah. like if if like enough leaves fell from trees on a long enough time period, eventually it'd be like a fucking uh, Michelangelo. Like it would just fall into a pattern where like you would see art. Right. So I feel like a lot of that early poetry shit is what got a lot of that out so when i started writing hip-hop i wrote faster like i wrote song like like the words came, came the shit you, came yeah. and even in when i went to sd and i was rocking with lya and like we would all sit around and we'd write instrumentals like i'd always usually finish first and they were good you know like they mm. weren't like yeah it's like an exercise and so i think it goes back to the whole you asking me if I practice enough and I'm telling you, I don't even write it. You know, I feel like if I made that more part of my routine, like brushing my teeth, going to the gym, you know, a 9 a.m. conference call, whatever, you know, I think I would develop that a lot faster than I'm doing now, you know, and then my creative process would, you know, would I'm, it, well, could, could accelerate. I'll could make accelerate. a prediction for you, bro. What's the prediction? When your daughter starts going to school. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start writing more, bro, because yeah. you're going to have, like, that little extra hour or two in the day to, like, maybe. that you don't have to, like, change diapers and fucking maybe. make the bottle, you know? Maybe I could wind my watch and get an extra hour or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'll find a way. It's crazy, no, but then I guess, like, the the reason why I brought that up, though, is that, like, lately, like, because in, in San Diego, I felt like I was, they, LYA, a lot of exceptional lyricists, for sure, like, K philosophy. Yeah, I know. I heard, I heard those dudes. They're, they're really no, good. yeah, and like, but like a lot of that, like they were doing more battle rap stuff, which is, is still an art form in itself. But like when it came to like songwriting and shit, I had like the edge, you know. But now that I'm working with Face and Barlow's, they have like the songwriting shit. Like they have a super edge on like how to put good songs together. That like no filler bars like mm. even if they sound tight like yeah has to you have to be saying something you know or even like concepts on how to rhyme and where to give beats space and all this like shit that i'd like never really thought about like maybe i was doing it by accident mm. unintentionally and it sounded cool but never really like or you could have been doing it better right so now i feel like i'm ever since i started working with these dudes i feel like i'm more critical of myself Cause I want to be like, I want them to think it's dope. And I feel like it's kind of like hindering me now. Cause like I, cause like, it's almost like the way you do it almost sounds like the better way to write. Cause then you get more, like you get to filter through all the fillers, you know, yeah. you find the shit that actually matters. So and like sometimes I, I'll write, you know, 
like maybe I'll write a paragraph, right? I'll start off with, with a solid, you know, thought, and then I'll try to expand on that solid thought. And maybe the closing thought is the strongest out of that. And I end up just scratching all the middle, all the middle shit. And it's like, I started strong. I ended strong. Okay. Here's where I'm going to go. And it's, it's crazy and it sucks, but sometimes it takes me, you know, several weeks to come back and be like, okay, like I've, I've thought of these new thoughts that I can plug into this concept right here, whether, whether directly tied to it or not, you know, sometimes it's, it's a completely different life experience or, or emotion that, that I'm able to circle back and just plug into to what I felt at or what or what I experienced at, at that time, you know? Well, honestly, that's how I feel about the new shit that I'm actually getting done. Is like stuff that I started a while back and now that I'm revisiting it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of garbage. Like, you know, like my, my new life experiences have like, there's a better lens for how to do the, like what I'm trying to convey right here, like that I can like I can write it better. Like there's more stuff that I could feel here where like it's almost like you're seeing growth in the track yeah. over time because it's like literally years. Like this part was written five years ago and this part was written two years ago and this is the part I wrote last week and it's like you feel it, you know? And it just compounds and you give it that time to grow. And I think, you know, again, some albums are made that way. Some albums take you know, years to make other albums, you know, people are able to crank them out in a weekend or whatever. Well, I the one that always, like, even now, contemporary is, like, Tool Perfect Circle, right? Like, they more, put out... Yeah, they, they, more so Tool, for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, even Perfect Circle's working on a new record, and it's, like, the first one in, like, yeah, but, 10 years. But, and, and, at, and at that point, I mean, at that point, I don't know how old those ideas are, right? Whether right. those ideas have spanned across the 10 years, but, again, those... Those guys are staying busy. They're playing in all kinds of other groups. They yeah, got yeah, adventures yeah, no, going for on. Sure. They're, they're traveling I mean, they're, the they're, world. Yeah, they're not chilling. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not being lazy and they're, not they're, producing. They're not sitting in the studio for ten years, going like, "Oh, I can't get this record done." But know? I heard like the Mainer Joe Rogan podcast where he's like, "Yo, like you know, they sent me the shit. They changed the shit. I write some shit. They change it. I change it. Like it's like it's like this back and forth. Like it's almost like an exercise in like letting yourself." grow and be better so mm-hmm. that like but it's like at some point and we've had this conversation like at some point you could always be better right you yeah, have to, yeah you have yeah. to know when to like end it close it you have put yeah, it out, you have to find it. you have to find a good spot to say okay i've captured what we're doing in this moment in time and that's it like this is a snapshot of what we're doing like yeah maybe a year from now we could play that song better or when we do it live we'll figure out that we wanted to change this and we would have done this better but to me that's what makes it different and that's what gives you the opportunity to to improvise or change it or do it differently when you play it live or well, it's like all my it. old shit i i perform it way better now like sometimes i feel like i would have rec- if i if i would have recorded it now like and sat on it like it would have been even more fire right but that's I'd- how i feel about our our album uh, the midnight motives visions that's how i feel about it. i learned how to sing on that album on that album like you literally like i literally developed, developed. the voice on that album so yeah. it's like now you, you've been to doing where, it for a while where it's like it's better now than it was then for sure to where the first song that we actually started recording on that album was the last song you was actually, the last song i finished on that because i went back and redid it because by the time i went through each song like i learned a different technique you know and shout out to to damon d real damon real for for you know 
guiding me through that process and like really helping me out you know and again that's another person that i feel is like super inspirational and like another person that music helped connect me to that now my bond is just even stronger with you and know? even then another dude who was like around in similar circles in like similar areas where we were at when yeah, we were like young and like crossing paths at 15 yeah didn't really like know yeah. them as anybody else is like oh that's my cousin's friend you know? yeah, like, yeah and then just regrouping you know years later on our own terms right so honestly i don't know if i've ever said this on a podcast i mean i'm pretty sure i've had like there i've done a couple at this point or like at least in, in some kind of capacity uh, yeah. It, yeah but like if it wasn't for that dude i don't think i'd be doing music like the way on the level that i'm doing it right now yeah just because i feel like he's the one that was like an example of someone who i knew from our neighborhood kind of like southeast la yeah who was able to get to a point where like he feeds his kids off of music you know like yeah. and that having someone like that close to you that you actually like it's, know it's and you can like it's you can tangible, touch it's them tangible, yeah you can yeah, touch them real, you, you yeah. give them props like they come out on your records and like you know they're Grammy winning they, sh- they, sh- they, they show you the same support you know and like, it's just like okay so this this is possible you know and I don't think yeah. if it was like I don't think if yeah I don't think Sneaky would be fucking I don't think I'd be doing what I'd be doing enough if I hadn't met that dude and like yeah I mean that's. Yeah, I haven't even talked to that fool in forever. And I know if I was just like to hit him up and call him and he had the moment, he would pick up and fucking try hey, to chat. <laughs> hey, hey, let's let's test your phone call thing right here on this. All right, we're playing with toys right now. Oh, what time is it though? He's awake. Yeah, but is he working? Nah, he, I'm texting for Damon, we're going to find you right now. Let me see. Oh, well, you're... Okay, I'm recording with my phone. Uh, where's? I'm going to text that fool right now. I think uh, Rick put that thing away. Hold on. Let me see. I know he was up early. He was at the gym this morning. He texted me. So, man, that's the thing with him, dude. Like, you know, I, I, he's one of those people that I make an effort to stay in contact with. And he does the same. Like, he reciprocates, man. That's what it is. He reciprocates that energy. And he knows that. <laughs> I'll edit this piece out. Alright, well, I sent him, him a text. If he hits me back, we'll figure it out. If not, yeah. I had to tell him I was just looking for him to shoot the oh, shit. Right yeah. There it is. Yo, going back to like those experiences and things, like I had a, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, Denise. She told me one time one of the first songs I ever wrote as a kid, and I, I I remember telling her about this. She she didn't even remember that she did this or that we had this conversation, but you know she gave me some constructive criticism about my songwriting that just stuck with me. As far as like, hey man, you know like, I get what you're trying to say, but you're very literal. Like, you're just, you know, you're not leaving any room for interpretation or imagination. Like, you're just kind of saying what you feel and what you say. And it's just, it's cool, okay, but, you know, it's just not resonating. And so I took that with me. And I held on to that for years before I even wrote, like, my next song or, or tried to come up with something, you know. And the whole way that I, every every lyric that I wrote for Visions, like, that was, uh, I got a buzz in my headphones right now. Oh, yeah? It's probably this thing. Yeah. You hear your buzzing stuff? Yeah. Yeah, it's good shit. If he calls or if we make it happen. All right. So yeah, shout out to Denise for that 
input that I carried with me for so long, and I felt like you know it, it, it's it's sort of something that I hold that, that that helps me govern my writing process now, right? It's like, all right, is this too literal? Yeah, like that's like, something that's in the back. Yeah, of your it's in mind. the back of my head, and it, and it, and it helps me ultimately. It ultimately comes down to it's a factor whether I scratch a line off the page or not. Dude, and honestly, like um, that was a conversation Rich used to have with me all the time. And that's like going back to our thing where like all the inside jokes that you get. He's like, no one knows what you're talking about, fool. Like, no, like, no one, has any, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one has any idea what yeah. you're saying or not. Yeah, like, yeah. that shit does not mean anything to anybody. Like, but it does to me. He's like, do you want to be that guy who has like all these obscure references that no one knows? I'm like, dude, but I'm famous. They're going to know. There's going to be a Wikipedia page. Like, they're going to Google. Like, they're going to see the fucking behind the scenes interviews. Like, they're going to find out. But. Yeah, I guess that's another thing like going to right now about my writing process is like a lot of, I mean, I don't know if maybe it's just like a rap thing, like a lot of stuff is more literal, but I also started off like as a super metaphorical, like those Strictly Sinatra days, I was saying shit, but I was like not really saying shit, you know, yeah. I feel like as time went on and I became more professional or like I was trying to be more like, oh yeah, like. I'm an artist, I'm a rapper, like, this is what I do. Like, it started becoming more about, like, let me fucking, like, I'm going to tell you what the fuck I'm trying to say. Like, this is not open for interpretation. It wasn't as obscure, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think, you know, a, a lot, I mean, I feel like most songs are, or most songs can be, right? Like, it's, it just depends on. on well, even the shit that I say is super literal, or I'm, like, mentioning exact things, people will fucking interpret it. However they want. Yeah. I, it's because of how you deliver it. So... But I guess there's like a balance where like, like you want it to mean something. You want it to mean something. So like, how can you, like, that's the challenge of being a good songwriter is like where it means something, but it's also like, there's. I mean, it's it's got to mean something to you, but you have to deliver it in a way that it can mean something to somebody else. It could mean, it could mean whatever, whatever anybody wants. Do it you to remember mean. any of the lyrics that Denise specifically said is like, yo, this is no, too literal. No, I just, I, I can just imagine what it was about. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, girl, you broke my heart. I wanted to go hold your hand at the mob, but you did. You know, it's probably like that. We were yeah. at Stonewood on yeah. Firestone <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> I went and bought a movie ticket, but you didn't want to go. You know, like, I don't know. It, it I could, went to Edwards. You were at the AMC. Yeah. It, it could have been something like that, dude. Probably, yeah. probably something along those lines to where it was just not. It, it was very, um, I mean, well, not not developed. And I, I don't know, maybe immature, I guess. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't. I mean, I still feel immature. Like, even my, I feel like all my shit's still infantile, you know. Uh, like, I'm still trying to grow up over here. Well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. But 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 I feel like there's levels to it though, right? There's levels to it to where it's like you said it's in its infancy to where it's like, mm. but I don't rap about weed no more. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, kid, like, um, yeah, you know, you don't have enough life experiences to really write about anything. You're right. So thir- what what did the, what was thirteen year old me writing about? You know, I mean, I had no idea. Yeah, definitely. You're just kind of trying to figure out, just, much like when you started rapping, right? Like you try to figure out what you're gonna do what you're well, gonna say it's, how it's gonna work it's almost like again like this theme like full circle right it's like when i first started rapping the only thing in my head was smoking weed and trying to have sex with girls who did not want to have sex with me so like <laughs> like trying to be cool trying to smoke weed trying to like you know be like like so 
yeah, that that's was all my consciousness, right? So like that's feel, the only feel, thing that's coming up into like my. But I feel like at some point though, right? And this is me from the outside looking in. You know, I feel like you were able to. You hit a point where you're able to take those thoughts and that subject matter and put it into a story to where you were still telling your story, but it was palatable. You know what I mean? To where people who maybe weren't not into that or about that could be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I get what he's saying. You know, like, oh, damn, like, that's a love song. You know, like, like, <laughs> like, like it's a love song. You know, like, yeah. he's, he's talking about some real shit. Like, right. like, 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 this kid felt something. You know, I feel like you get to that point where, where you know, it's it's all little kid shit. It's all little kid shit, but you find the right way to tell the story or to deliver that message and then people listen like people can people can get it right? so i guess i'm in that spot where it's like it's all adult shit it's all adult shit but how do i get that adult shit to be in a song where like it's not gonna be like overbearing or like sound played out or because i mean at some point like how many times can I rap about having a view from the second floor, you know, of my apartment? Or, like, how many times can I talk about how, like, I made fucking $4,000 this week just playing songs for people? You know, like, it's, it's like at some point, like, what does it matter if, like, I'm not, like, but reaching I, people and people are not being inspired and people are not, like, feeling like there's a purpose to the whole thing? It's like, I don't want to be a rapper just rapping about the fact that like I get to rap because well, I, I think do you just that. A- you just answered your own question though. I think the fact that you're aware about it, the fact that you know, like you you made that decision already. That that's not what you're gonna do. That's not what you want to do. So I'm just trying to figure it out right now. So holy mob sesh. I'm sorry if y'all are waiting <laughs> on verses from me. The uh, monster mashup clan. We're gonna do some fire shit. But I just gotta like yeah. I f- gotta find my new voice. You know. I feel like we uh. We have a recurring theme here right now tonight. We're we're apologizing to people for <laughs> for being laggers. For being laggers. I'm sorry. Right. How about we talk about a bigger lagger? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking about this for a minute because um, we're talking about being busy and uh, not being able to have time to get to shit and Orcus and like the leader of that band, like the main creative force behind that band, is also super busy and has a million and one things going on so like is there a new orcus project have have y'all i don't even remember the last time y'all practiced like it's it's been it's been a while and again that's another one of those things where we we've got so many we've got different members involved and everybody's got different you know we're all at different stages in our life with with what we've got going on from the day to day but we're in communication man like we you know we may be on a i know because i know every time i talk to him when when he tats me or in passing, he's like, I'm writing all kinds of shit. No, no, no. I got no, no. That's, thousands and that's, of content. And that's like, the thing. Like, like this dude stays writing. Like, he stays coming up with like, shit. He's like, the opposite of us when it comes yeah, to that, right? Like, he's always that, creating. He's, he's always yeah. like, oh, yeah, I learned this new thing or I bought this new equipment. You know, like, he's he nerds out on this shit, you know? And 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 I feel like he it goes back to that whole pressure thing, like that volcano analogy I used earlier, right? Like, he's collecting all these ideas and, and we, we talked and, and, you know, I think the, the biggest thing for us right now is trying to find a way of working that works for us. Right. It's, you know, we don't, we don't have the luxury of, of being able to be in the same room all the time. Right. But we have the luxury of the technology. Right. So it's just a matter of, and the way I described it to him the other day when we talked was like, it's gotta be, a, 
And, and I, I think of things as games, you know, like games have rules. Games are fun. You try to win a game, right? Like, and so if, if, if you play by the rules, you play to win, you win, you have fun in this game, right? So I mean, that's a new marketing tool is like gamify everything, like make yeah. it, make it a giveaway, make it a fucking, you know, like give a prize, give a, give a goal, tell someone like, yo, comment your favorite, whatever, like make it a thing where people like want to do it and be like the most recognized and shit. Yeah. 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 So, and, and you know, I, I'm relating it that way because that's how I can, I'm, I'm trying to understand it in a different way. That's like, all right, if, if we're all trying to, to, you know, contact each other on this day or submit something on this day or like here, you're going to work on this. You're going to work on that. You're going to work on this and we can actually get to it. Like we can find a way to be productive. What does it, everybody have? The like, does Greg have his own? No, yeah, every, recording. And that's the thing. Everybody has the means. You like, like these days. Well, I mean, he could buy the shit, but I mean, does no, he no, have he, a little? Yeah, he has, has already tracking. No, no, yeah, and we've already been sending and stuff. KJ can come here and do shit. So like, yeah, we've already been sending stuff back and forth to each other. There's a lot of dialogue going on. There's a lot of ideas floating around. So, um, yeah, man, that that whole project it's hard to to set a time frame around, but it it just sucks. Like for me as a fan and someone on the outside who also like occasionally works for you guys, like yeah. on your production and shit. It's like the only time I see the energy high is like, oh, we have a show and we have to like we have to do it because people are depending on us. We made like we, we you know we we gave we gave our word like we have you know yeah, like, yeah. now like we're committed like we're obligated and, and that's and that's what it comes down to right like everybody everybody pulls through when 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 the goal is set when the commitment is made right so i think that's just the sort of next path the this silver is, lining is it's, like it's, finding it's, a way to be obligated and committed and find find and, something and else a, to be and in, a, and, to. and in a way that we can succeed right because there's also the opposite of that where you can go ahead and set goals and commitments and just fall through and yeah and like have a shitty show and, or, or, or fucking or, not yeah put out a crappy work uh, you know put out a crappy project or whatever or just not follow up or follow through again i guess the, the theme for today is following up and following through right like you know, and and if no one's and 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 it's it's kind of demoralizing, dude. Like when people start stop following through, and when people aren't, it makes it easier to be like, well, no, you didn't come through, yeah, so why am I gonna? Yeah, come well, through? no, no one's gonna do it today, so I'm not gonna do it, right? So, I think that just goes back to to everything, right? Like the the accountability and and pushing each other to know that, like, hey, we're gonna do this, and this is how it's gonna work, right? And so, you know, I'm I'm by all means at at fault, I guess, for for a lot of it too, like. You know, I, I think like sometimes it goes back to the whole when you reflect on it and say, hey, like, I feel like I've been trained to be a leader. You know, like I, I have that. Yeah, I feel I, the same I, way. I have that mindset. I have the I have the ability. I do that's that. our pedigree. Like, that's uh, how yeah, we yeah, were raised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I do that on, on other aspects of of my life and of my day to day. Like I got to lead a lot of things, you know. And so I feel like I could I feel like I could do more. It goes back to the whole like. 10x mindset if you will or whatever like without without getting too deep into like mo being like over motivated or, or e extra motivated but just at the baseline it's just like yeah could i be doing more absolutely so but i guess like i mean i totally agree with what you're saying but as your brother and someone who knows you personally like you have a lot on your plate, dude. Of course, like, of course. So like, and that's not that it's an excuse. I'm not trying to give you no. an out. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying like, if if I also don't beat myself up before. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if there's yeah, someone yeah. who can say like, "Hey, I'm not doing it right now," but there's a good reason for it. Like, 
you're that yeah, dude yeah, who yeah, I would yeah, give yeah, that yeah, benefit yeah, of the doubt to you. Of know? course, of course. But you know, and 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 I, you know, acknowledge that, and I'm again, don't beat myself up over for it. And I think that's another thing too, right? Like, you got to sort of realize when when you can't push harder, right? I mean, you got to be compassionate with yourself and like self care, and you know, always worry about like or like be aware of your mental state and your energy, and like making sure that. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to force yourself to do something course, to the point where like you resent it and you hate it, and it's a job, it's a chore, and you don't like you don't you don't want to do it then, and like you get burned out, and you're. Just... And it's not even that; it goes back to just you know, I guess being like realistic about about what you can do and what you can't do, and I think that's something that I've learned and I've continued to learn over the years. You know, like my boss tells me, he's like, "Man, you always tell me yes," <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> He's like, I always ask if you're going to get this shit done and you tell me yes. He's like, are you going to tell me no someday? I hope you tell me no for reals when you can't do something. I'm like, I will. I will. When I get to that point, I will. When I can't do it, I'm going to do it every time. No, no, no. And the other day he tells me, hey, man, we got this deal we got to do. I need you to do this. And we got this deadline coming up on this day. Like, I know you got a lot going on. You know, I just wanted to check with you. We'd be able to do it or not. Bro, you told me to tell you no when I had to tell you no. And I can't do it. So you know, I had to have that 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 moment to check. And he was it. cool with it, of course, of course. And he, he like, and I could like see it. we're on the phone, you right? Could, but you I could see, see you could I feel, feel him smiling, I could feel like, him smiling. This motherfucker. I could feel him say yes, yes. Like, he's like, I shouldn't have said that. No, shit. no, no, no. And he and he told me he's like, good man. I was thinking the same thing, but I just wanted to make sure that I ran it by you. I didn't want to make that call for you. Like I wanted you to tell me. No, I mean, if he's like, yo, this is something that this fool needs to say no on, and if you would have said yes, he probably would have checked you and been like, yo, man, like I know you <laughs> can't do it. Like, I know you don't have the bad. Yeah, right now. yeah exactly exactly but so I, I think i think that's another thing that i've learned and have i have to you know remind myself daily is to tell people no and not because not because i don't want to help them and not because i you know uh, on the contrary it's the exact opposite it's because i want to help you and I want to do right by you that I have to tell you, no, I can't do this. Because if not, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, because then, then you're going to depend on me and I'm going to let you down. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be worse. Yeah, and this, sorry to all of you. I'm, again, I told you yes. I, right. I'm going I'm to get that shit done. Let's switch gears. Because right. uh, La Clica is all about like music and shit. But I told Rick when I came on, like I was going to be all over the place. Um, one thing that you do execute and you're always handling is your IT shit. And you nerd out about it like as much as you fell into that job like you enjoy it you're good at it so like what and i mean okay so just background right um you write blogs on it stuff from you yeah i do some technical blogs you did some voiceover shit for like these tech like these video things oh, right? no, i like fully produced these training videos yeah like you were you screen captured I screen captured you, an entire training i wrote a script dialogue so i want i kind of want to i kind of want to like use the next you good on time like we've been going for a little over an hour but see. i kind of want to use the yeah, next i'm good all right i kind of want to use the next 20 30 minutes to just talk about like technology and it and security and just kind of like i mean this is actually in a weird way like pop culture wise like some like just very mainstream privacy 
like the whole Facebook yeah, social yeah, yeah. media shit, like yeah. like protecting your data. Like you've had people fucking like uh, hold data hostage. Yeah, r- like, ransomware. Yeah, ransomware. So I feel like you know, um, and and again, you're this is your field uh, professionally. You're on the cutting edge. So like security wise, like a Mac just announced. Apple just announced a new Yo, fucking MacBook. Like that, I, so I, that blew my mind. So that I kind of want to. I kind of want to get into like this other, this yeah. whole other, okay. this other side of you, like this tech side. This like because at some point you're a super complex individual. Like you do a lot of things, and we spent the last hour talking about music and how we don't really fucking perform on the level we'd like to, and like we've had crazy histories and stories. But now I'm kind of interested, like the shit that we're doing now, the shit that you're doing now, that you're good at, that you're proficient at that you're kind of in like the forefront of like this tech world. So like what's what's the latest tech out there that like as far as or maybe you can give us like just a little insight of exactly what you do as far as like the whole security stuff and how that works. You know, just, just, just give me a rant about work shit. Like I want to yeah, hear about right, your work shit right. cuz we we hardly talk about like well, let's let's jump into work shit. Here we go. Work shit. Work shit. So I specialize in a lot of Microsoft technologies, and that goes everywhere from email to web servers. Is Microsoft a monopoly? Do they have like... I mean, I would say so, bro. They have data centers underwater. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> blow, blow your mind right here. So so Microsoft... I need to get a bell like I had at ding, the ding, after ding, party. Well, well, uh, the dudes from La Clique have been using the Kevin's cowbell over there. There's a drumstick somewhere. Um <laughs> Yeah, so Microsoft is more than just a technology company. Like, they're literally a security company. They've got a fencing division. Because so now these guys build data centers all around the world, right? So you're talking about, like, like server farms and, like, like, yeah, like, like entire like, warehouses like, just like dedicated like acres to, like, and acres of land to where some of these data centers are powered by, like, water from a nearby stream or river, like, in Washington somewhere. Like, like these, these guys, so, so naturally it's like, well, we're Microsoft. We got millions of dollars. Like, why are we going to go hire a fence company? Like, go, we're going to Microsoft Fence, LLC, whatever. They go start their own, and now they have a fencing division. And so they fucking put all the fences up around their own data centers, right? So... You know, tech. So everything's in house. Everything's they every- don't they don't fucking contract out. No, for the most I mean, part. I mean, unless, unless, unless they Amazon, have to. Like. No, no, and, and they're not contract. Like, Amazon's their biggest competitor. They're not contracting Amazon for anything. So Amazon's trying to do what Microsoft is doing, kind of. Yeah, and they're constantly trying to outdo each other with with different things. Because um, again, Amazon started off as like an online bookseller, and now they run data centers too, and they have products that compete with with Microsoft, right? So you think about the internet and, and it's literally connectivity. Like it's literally wires running from point A to point B to connect everybody. And I mean, that's where you get your Wi-Fi from, right? Like Wi-Fi. Yeah, Wi-Fi has Wi-Fi, a router Wi-Fi, that's actually plugged into Wi-Fi, something. Wi-Fi it doesn't Wi-Fi just come out cables. of the sky. Yeah, yeah. 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 For, for all of you who did not know, <laughs> the cloud is not literally a cloud. It's, it's a bunch like, of data. It's like a kite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of data centers connected with, with cables, you know? So these fools have to run cables from continent to continent underwater, dude. And they use buoys and shit. So these fools are like, yo, we have a submarine division. Like, we're going to go ahead and... Microsoft has a submarine division? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these fools have their own submarines. And maybe it's not like a fleet of submarines like, right, to go right. to war, but... But like but a little, they, like a one-person But they, pro- they probably got... A, they, they, got they probably have several subs, bro. You know? And, and so they have literally have been experimenting with putting data centers in the water. So they have like some kind of... 
waterproof enclosed casing that sits under this buoy and they can fucking drop to like so now well i wonder because like one of the things with servers at least from my understanding is like heat right cooling right so so now you have underwater you have like an unlimited resource of cold fucking yeah yeah yeah. and then for and then again from a security standpoint right like if you're on land fools need to get to a fence and cut the fence and jump a fence and get into like your building right if, if you're underwater, if you're like who's gonna get down there? You know, like so it's gonna be hard. So, so that's not something that's like, you know. Again, I, I don't know how fast they they move on this shit so fast. That's another thing about technology, right? The technology just moves so fast. Well, that's thing you mentioned, right? Is like you're constantly learning new constantly things. You have to because have it's to. always changing. Yeah, if I'm trying, it's to almost st- changing as much as the music business is like every day, right? I I don't know about that. I'm not I'm not in the music business every day. But. Uh, well, remember, like they wouldn't sell you books because they're like this book is gonna be irrelevant. In yeah, five years. no, no. I mean, dude, like things that I've learned, I've taken tests. And the shit changes like six months later. Like the way that I learned to do it for that test is not the latest way to do it anymore. Like there's a better way to do it. There's a new way to do it. There's something new that replaced what I just learned how to do. So it, it's crazy. Like, I, again, I work in this stuff day in and day out. But there's sometimes that I may not go to like a certain web page in a portal that I'm working in. And I go back in there like, you know, maybe three, four weeks later. Say oh fuck! There's new options. There's new buttons. Like, they uh, they updated the software. There's a new like, well, like well, what operating what, system. Yeah. What does this do? Like all right, and I have to learn that right. So that and I think that's that's what I really enjoy about what I do is that I have to learn something new every day. So like mentally, you're constantly stimulated. Oh, they learn. You never get bored of your I job. There's always something always new. Always something new to learn. Always something to troubleshoot and figure out. I think problem solving is another thing. Like. I work with different people in, in different organizations, different personality types. They have different needs. They have different, different structures. They're using different technology. So, But I, it's all Microsoft, though, for the most part. All the parts that I'm touching, for the most part, are Microsoft, but sometimes a Microsoft product is interacting with a different kind of product in the back end. You know, like so you got to make sure those things so are communicating sure those things correctly. Can work. And I have to take things into consideration, too. Like when I'm planning a project, it's like, all right, I have to gather a bunch of information and figure out what you're doing and what you really need and how this works with this so that when I start making changes over here, it's I don't, gonna fuck I don't, your shit, yeah, up I don't fuck your shit up over there, right? Like you have to kind of like sort of work through all these things, man. So the whole problem-solving aspect is something else that I've always liked about about doing IT, right? And when I got started, it was really like, oh, hey, I can't print. Oh, fuck, how do I fix this printer? I had to learn how to fix printers, you know? Hey, my Outlook's not working. Okay, well, how do I fix that? Or, you know, I can't get out to the internet. Okay, I started doing that. And then now I just got to this bigger scale where it's just like, hey, my company's trying to, you know, we've got 500 employees and we're trying to figure out how to do this security feature and how to create policies and procedures to govern what we do day to day and to meet these regulations almost like a like create a manual or rule book for their employees to make sure they're not getting phishing or they're yeah, not yeah, like yeah. getting scammed and or, a lot of it a lot of it i mean and 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 on this level now the technology's gotten easier the harder part is now the human portion of it and really understanding what it is that what and really helping you under you as a business understand what you need to do and how these things these tools this product that microsoft has created what what things I need to turn on and how to set them up to do what you need to do. And then how do you use them to make your job more efficient and effective? And how is it going to impact the day-to-day of your 
operations of your employee of your employees right like what's the, like what's their like, user experience what's the experience going to be like so you have to take in to consideration all this kind of stuff so you know i i, I really like it dude it's complex problem solving and i get to use every or just about everything that i've learned dude like my writing skills come into play you know everything i learned how to write in school you're sending emails you're fucking yeah and sounding super intelligent like you get emails from people that just do not know how to write emails and I can craft something like really thorough and elaborate. And I well, that's one that. of the craziest things about I experienced working in a university setting is that people do not know how to send emails and like they don't teach you. There's no class. There actually is. Not in, not not at the university level. Well, like I went to time- I went to Cal State LA in my class. That was so so fun fact. I was already working in IT and I was going to Cal State LA working towards my degree and uh, i was in this class and the teacher was literally trying to send emails like trying to teach people how to craft an email and how to sound intelligent and i'm just sitting there what was the name of the class though it was like it was a business class so maybe like in in the business maybe major yeah maybe right because it was it was part it was part of the school of business also cal state Compared to UC, like just on a on a super general level, so anybody with a Cal State education, like your shit's valid. And I'm not I'm not trying to devalue your education, but Cal State's more about teaching hands on, like professionals in the field. And again, UC, I'm not devaluing your education, but UC is more about research and like lab and trying to like publish, right? So like you just have two different skill sets where like. If you're a professor, PhD, like you're in the library all the time, you're in the field and you're constantly researching, you're probably not maybe sending as many emails as like someone who's like working in a field where you're doing like social justice work or so like um, social worker, you know, like you're more like in a business environment where you have to like be sending emails, right? So maybe that's it, but also business school, being in a business department is maybe more like yeah, be more professional and this is how you do it and whatever. But I just feel like a lot of people where I went to school had no ideas how to write emails. And unless you were taking some kind of like extracurricular that did not count for credit that maybe taught you that, like you weren't learning it in class. So like, Well, I, I walked out of that class. You were like, fuck this. I was like, fuck, fuck this shit, man. I'm, out. I'm wasting my goddamn money right here. You, like, you I, don't need, I don't need you to teach me yeah, how to write an email. I'm just going to go beast it up. A lot right of people now. need like how to learn how to write emails. Even now, dude, I get emails from people like inquiries about shows or like wanting to talk about marketing strategy like they want to they want to do business and like their emails are trash like they're trash they just there's it's not like not it's not an effective way of communication like it's just they're not they're not they're not getting that idea across you know and and i I laugh at like a bunch of these memes and stuff that people post about oh here writing an email like decrypted you know it's like you know per my last email and all these like like, 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 yeah yeah i get all that stuff but i think it's funny you know like okay it's all that shit's funny and like I, i can see how it makes sense but you know to like the thing that again it goes back to just even understanding people i think Problem solving people is a whole other thing that I that I that I enjoy that I get to do right. I get to like again, I get to deal with different personality types. Right, you have to like figure out After, how yeah. to talk to this person. Yeah, how, how, like what's the best of, a style of communication? They're gonna understand me and feel respected, and they don't feel like talking down to them or like anything like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you and you get to 
you know, so so that whole wordcraft, that I enjoy that whole wordcraft. So I feel like you you're know, stimulated I, in your in your field. As, yeah. as much as what I'm doing is related to technology and IT and stuff, there's a lot of different skill sets I get to utilize, and even like researching stuff, like I was telling you, learning new things and and you know putting proposals together and and interviewing with people. But I think the whole education aspect is something new, right? That that's something new that we started doing. Um, oh, I think you're you're, you're talking to me because I know, but yeah, yeah. You know so so you, like you you currently have projects where you're working for yeah. community colleges, right? Well, and not not even just those, right? But there's been more projects where um, we're actually training people on on a lot of new technologies and like Microsoft how to use their how, shit. how to use the stuff and what you can do. And so I was tasked with um, creating a, a tutorial video on different products you know microsoft teams microsoft OneDrive. products that you're also in some like trying to sell like in some capacity yeah, you're yeah, also yeah, a salesperson yeah. where they, you're like yo you need this they tie into this our is service how you, yeah. this is how you use it let me teach you because you're gonna buy it and your employees are gonna use it and it's gonna it's gonna help you guys right and here and here's how it can help you right so so that's part of the whole education aspect of it too it's not so much just saying oh this button does this and this button does that and here's how you attach this right but it's like no here's how by doing all of these things you can be more effective and more productive in your, and more in your, secure and, more, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah in, in your organization and here's how you can benefit from it. Right. And here's what it's going to do for your employees and you as an employee, here's how you buying into this product is going to help you. Right. So, um, so that, like that, that portion of it being more, cause essentially you're, you're helping people, you're educating people. Yeah. It's not just technology. Now you're like, there's a personal component. Yeah. And, and, and that whole process too, like there was a lot of overlap with what I do creatively, um, you know, in, in the studio, there's, you know, I had to download software and it's video editing software that I get to go ahead and record my screen. And now I'm, you know, narrating stuff. So I had to come up with a script. So there was a whole. So essentially you're, you're creating content, you're, creating content, yeah, yeah. Creating, creating video content. Right. And there was a, a time target that we're, okay, this video has got to be 10 minutes. This one's got to be 15 minutes. I need well, you to wait, do what, why, why is this like, was there research done on like, this is the only, this is the amount no, of time that people can hang or was it like no, a more it was, just like a practical kind of thing? It was more about how the project was, like the engagement was made. It, it was an agreement between us and the customer that we will provide 20 minutes of training for this product. So we that provide, like 20 minutes breaks down to two videos or so, two 10 yeah, minute videos. Two 10 minute or, videos or something. Yeah. Right. On the, on these different topics. So there was an outline made for, or what the video content was. So be. like you're, that's like, that's just bean counting at some point. Like you gotta, you gotta fulfill, like maybe you yeah. could have done it in five. And really, and you really, promised them 10. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And really a two minute video clip would have been appropriate. But, but you promised 10. So you had to like find a way yeah. to stretch out, to that, stretch two out minute that two information minute. to like well, 10 well, minutes. Well, not even that, but it's just, and I only say appropriate in terms of people's attention span. Or say, yo, I gave you a 20 minute video, but that really should be 10 two minute clips. Or two ten minute clips, or ten, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, no yeah. ten two minute clips. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right, you're yeah, right, yeah. yeah, right. So, so like an Instagram video, like you could have taught everybody in like an Instagram kind of like because that's kind of where our attention span is now. Social right, media right. has us like so like fifty nine seconds, bro. That's all I need. Like you got to give me your whole thing in fifty nine seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that works for some aspects, right? But if you're sending an employee to training, you're like, yo, employee. You know, I need you to go to this training and you're going to be gone from the morning till lunch or from lunch till end of day or, you know, here, 
do this training and, and it's going to take your entire day, but you have to watch this collection of videos so that by the end of the day, you're proficient, you're proficient or you have a point of reference even for what it is that you need to do. Right. So that, that was, that was really cool to, to do that. And I ran into a lot of just challenges in terms of overcoming my own creative obstacles, right? Like, ah, oh, I didn't like that. That didn't sound right. Or no, this didn't flow right. Or I, my S is, you know, I, I whistled, I, I, I whistled, I whistled when I said an S, you know, something like that. Right. And there was a lot of those things that I had to go back and fix or, oh, the mouse moved too fast. And, you know, was, oh, cause like sometimes you don't see it. Right. Cause you move it too quick. Yeah. And yeah, it just, yeah. yeah. Or, okay, I need to highlight this box as I say this word. And I need to highlight the next box as I say the next so word. So people know what I'm so talking about. So people know about. what I'm talking about, right? So, And that was another one that I had to do for a community college that we're doing a project for. I had to do their training video. Um, for like their login or something. Yeah, yeah. so when you, when you apply to the school, you know, you get an email. And um, the email has instructions for you to log in. And here's what you're supposed to do. No, hey, new student, you just enrolled at our school. Here's what you do to start getting your email and schedule your classes and do all this stuff. So, Which is super important. Super her. important. And they're like, how many students are coming through this facility? I don't like, even know, dude. Like thousands like and thousands. Like thousands, right? So thousands. like you're essentially like if your shit's not on point, you can literally fuck up like a whole population of people of who people. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to actually do revisions of that one. And it's funny how that one came up because I was working on the training videos for the other one. For the, for like the employees. For, for the empo- for employees, like, like, employees. Like that was yeah. a, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, the community college that I'm doing other work for was like, hey, maybe you can help us out. I'm like, all right, what's going on? We need well, well we, we need to make this video, and this video has to do this, and we're looking to do that. Do you know, do you know someone who can help us? And I'm just like laughing. Like, like well, I was like, actually, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm doing this currently. Yeah, this they, is a service we offer, and yeah. we could bill you for it. Yeah, like we, I, I make these videos already, right? So, um, and you had just started. So I had like, just started, yeah. And I was learning how to do the software and everything, but uh, you just, and that's the thing, right? Like, not that I lied to anybody who said, yeah, I could do it for you. I didn't say, oh, I'm the best. You know, no, it's like, yeah. no, no, no. Hey, hey you need that? Let, let's do it. Well, so, honestly, I, I think that's like entrepreneurial fucking spirit right there. Yeah. Where it's like, maybe I don't know exactly. Or maybe I, like this is, I'm new to this. But I'll like, figure I'll it out. figure it out. And I'll I will get, yeah. I will execute on a high enough level where it's going to work. So the cool thing about this is that dude gave me a script. So that that to You'd me is to a hard. It. So I didn't have to write it. But what I did was like, I'm okay. I'm gonna make Edit. this. I'll make the script sound even tighter. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. How would I say this, right? Because again, this person is very intelligent, very educated, but they just put something together and they're like, "Yo, here, like this is what we're working." And, with. and then probably on their end, they were thinking the same thing. Like, we need X, Y, Z to be covered in the script. Like, this, these are the points we need to hit. Right. And he gave me a rough outline of how he wanted it to flow, but I was able to elaborate and put my own twist on it and i almost felt like christopher walking i don't know if you know about that but christopher walking when he gets from what i heard again i don't know christopher walking yeah I, so so i heard this i heard next part this is next all part like is all speculative it's all folklore here but i heard dude crosses out all the punctuation or tells you yo give me a script with no punctuation because he wants to say it on he, his own pace yeah, like how he his, wants to say it in his right? own like yeah, yeah. christopher walking cadence, bro, you know like you know you hear the, this is how he talks most of the time. Like maybe, some, maybe, yeah, yeah. You, you ever say <laughs> I get that? What you're saying, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I had the opportunity to then like go through that and say, all right, here's how I'm gonna read it. Here's where I'm gonna pause. And also, like, I mean, do you know the age of this person who wrote the script? No. 
because I, 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 and I, maybe this is just, I imagine like an old administrator, like PhD type cat who was like, this is the nuts and bolts of it. But you're like young artist, creative. Well, and it's funny because that because he kn- he knows that I play music, so he's like, I'm gonna, I want to see how creative you really are, you know. So, <laughs> so this fool, so this this fool knew this fool knew he's what well, once once I said, yeah, I could do that for you. He knew like, all right, I'm gonna get the best out of you. Yeah, let, yeah. let me see how good you really are, you know. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna show you how good I really I'm a fl- am. I'm a flex. I'm yeah, a yeah, flex yeah, on yeah, you right yeah. now. Yeah. And so I did, dude. And you know, I had a couple of revisions I needed to do, and. Uh, at the end of the day, he was really happy with it. Everybody was, you know, it, it's done. It's on YouTube. And every student who enrolls is going to see that video that I made. So. And now this is like a new service that you can yeah, offer. And yeah. you have like a portfolio, quote unquote, of all of the training things that videos, you've yeah. done. And you can like, yeah. Yeah. And so, the, again, the cool thing is that, especially for the other training videos on the Microsoft products, I didn't just regurgitate something. Like I took, you know a little bit from here took a little bit from there took a little bit from there and how would I put in your own voice and and how how would I say it like here I mean for lack of a better term you dumbed it down to like like you synthesized it or like you kind of like made it so that like it's palatable and like like how you you would want someone to explain it to you as opposed to like reading it from a manual and that's the thing dude like by nature I'm not technical by no means I'm not like I learned all that shit from Jay like Jay taught me how to think technically Shout out Jay. Yeah, we shout love out Jay. Jay. Life change, life changer, life for changer. Sure, for that, sure, for sure. That's one dude. Who... Day one high school home, <laughs> aka I hated you and we became friends. <laughs> I remember that story. And now we can share everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So you know, like I, I learned to think that way. I learned to develop the the tools, but again, based off of the skill set that I already had, right? Based off of that mindset. Yeah, like uh, you had a. Um, a foundation of education you were good at communicating you had to write you had to read you had to comprehend like i you, knew how to do research yeah and find you know find information for myself and you got accepted to ucla bro you if I you would if you would have kept going like you you would have a degree I, I from would've. a fucking research <laughs> university that i for some reason cherish more than a cal state university whatever you know but if, if i didn't get thrown out for partying which, which probably would have happened Hey. No, but that's the thing. No, though, like, but like a lot of people, dude. Honestly, like, I have so many stories of friends who I went to high school with, who were super intelligent, high achievers, and got accepted to universities straight out of high school, and they ended up like having to come back to ELAC and do remedial or gain. Like, they got they dropped out. They, they got kicked cut out. It. They, they couldn't, couldn't cut it. It's just a, it's another level. It's another no, level. no, absolutely, absolutely, and I, and and I feel like I was well equipped to do it, but you know, I mean, you probably would have handled it, of course, of sure, course, of course. Sure. But but, thing, but things played out a different reason for a million a Dude, million reasons. If anything, I'm glad way. I went to college late because I feel like I was more on point by the time I got there. Mm-hmm. Like if I would have went, if I would have done all the shit that I did between eighteen and twenty two. While in, trying to go to school, yeah, 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 dude, no way, like no fucking no, way. And see, know? and I think that's, and I think that's why for me, you know, again, I respect college and degrees and education for everything that it is, you know. But I felt like I was able to hit that fast track button and just be like, yo, you know what? Skip, like next, you know, let us yeah, 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 I got the fast pass, <laughs> and and that's it, dude. Like, and now again, that was just my journey, right? Like, no, like, I, like I, I had, I had, I had opportunities that were presented to myself. You know, that, that, that were presented to me by people who cared and by people who knew that I was going to do right. 
And each time a door opened, I just fucking... I just made sure to smash it. Two of my best friends are high school dropouts who make more money than most people their age. They've been able to get their friends' jobs, like well-paying professional jobs. They've been able to train them to be professionals and have a trade and a skill that's going to help them eat for the yeah, rest of yeah. their life. I mean, like, and it's that's like, the thing. That's like, 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 the fact that they didn't go to high school has nothing to do with any of that. You know? No, because you know, a path through school is not everybody's path, and it's not the only path. And I think if you're wired to be productive and goal-oriented and get things done, you'll find a way regardless if... And the opposite is true. Some people are just wired to like follow directions and they're good at tests and they read books and they get all the degrees and spend all the money and they don't they don't excel in life because they just they didn't fit. have that yeah, they didn't have that like that other element, that other drive, that other like There's that next gear, do you think that you have to you have to want it in some other level, you know, you gotta be you gotta you gotta be trying you have to be striving towards something. You can't just like want to do the bare minimum and yeah. fit in and like be average, you know? Yeah, like I said, it just kind of ends right there. So uh, thank you all for listening. Just a reminder, this was recorded back in June. So um, Novocaine still does happen on Tuesdays. It's not happening tomorrow because I'm recording this on Monday. So it won't be happening tomorrow because I'll actually be at um, the Ill Spot 10-year anniversary. Katie Jakes and Covina with Jelani and uh, Monster Mashup Clan is actually... It's the first time performing as Mup Clan on a flyer in a couple years. So we're all coming out, um, face Barlos myself. So if you're in the area, come out to Katie Jake's. Uh, Novocaine is, will continue, though, on Tuesday the 29th. I'm planning to dress up. So if you want to come out, celebrate holiday, uh, Halloween early, come and do that. <clears throat> Golden Road was a summer brunch residency. So now that summer's done, Golden Road's also done. But we will be coming back with hip-hops, so... Just stay tuned. Um, connect with me on Instagram at sneakyent. That's S H S H N E A K Y E N T. And uh, yeah, follow everything I'm doing there. Um, I'm recording Mother Rose. They're about to show up to the studio right now, so we're gonna record season two, episode two. And uh, I'll have some more updates on that because I'll probably do another Sam Harris, Joe Rogan style where I do the intro and the outro afterwards um, just to save time. And now that I have my own studio and I'm doing this stuff in the comfort of my own home and um, I don't have any time restraints and I can come in here whenever I want. So I can actually like do more and be more thoughtful about how I put this stuff together kind of um you know appreciate people's time more so uh yeah you'll be hearing more from me i'll be releasing more stuff rnr is back i will see you next time peace yo let's talk about recognition and respect while i feast the labels picking up the check then i leave to catch myself the audience never forgets when i'm on stage there's serotonin drips with each phrase from my lips each riff that he rips the sway of the hips while I'm signing the